Welcome to Park Valley Church's Sermon of the Week. It doesn't matter if you have been a Christ follower for years or new to the Christian faith, you have come to the right place. Listen in as one of our campus pastors shares how to apply biblical truth in a tangible way. As you listen, we pray you have an encounter with Jesus that leads to real and lasting life change. Wow. Wow. This team has done an incredible job. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the music, the videos, the scripture reading, the moments, they did an amazing job showing us what Easter is all about. I don't know that I have that much to add. But before you head to the doors, <laughs> I didn't say I had nothing to add. I said I didn't have much to add. I really just want to highlight maybe two things, two, two questions. What does Easter mean And why does Easter matter? You know, I I read this story about a Sunday school teacher who once asked her class, what does Easter mean? And the children gave all kinds of answers. The Easter bunny, Easter eggs, Easter baskets, jelly beans, spring. And you know, the, the teacher, after hearing all these answers, she was a little discouraged because she felt like she hadn't done a good job explaining what Easter meant. So after a couple minutes, she she thought about it and tried to ask a different question. She said, well, what happened on the very first Easter? Now, the class was quiet for a little bit, and then finally, a little boy in the back slowly raised his hand, and he said, Easter is when Jesus was crucified and buried. You know, the teacher smiled, thinking that she had gotten through to at least one student. And then he continued, and then he comes out of the grave, and if he sees his shadow, we have six more weeks of winter. (laughs) Right? So Easter, he was so close, so close. But Easter has, has taken on some additional meaning through the years. You know, for some, it's the end of spring break. For others, it's the the day for your Easter best and Easter brunch. For some, it's jelly beans and eggs and chocolate bunnies. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with any of those things, but none of those are what Easter means. They aren't why Easter matters. Easter is important because of one thing, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So this morning, I just want to look at that. What does Easter mean? In that resurrection, it means two things. First, it means that Jesus is who he claimed to be. Uh, In John chapter 11, Jesus is traveling to Bethany because his friend Lazarus has died. And Lazarus' sister, Martha, meets him on the way. And she even goes on to say, you know, that had you been here, he never would have died. But I also know that God will give you anything you ask for. And Jesus said, well, he will rise again. And she says, yeah, I know, At, at the end when everybody rises. And Jesus says this in verse 25, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me will have life even if they die. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Martha, do you believe this? This is one of the seven I am statements that Jesus makes. And, you know, at face value, that I am doesn't sound significant. You know, we say, I am tired, I am hungry, I am thirsty, I am am ready for bed. But when you think of it in the context of a first century Jewish listener, it is extremely significant. 
Because centuries earlier, God had told Moses to lead his people out of slavery. And Moses asked God, he said, well, what should I say if people ask who sent me? And God said, tell them, I am has sent you. When Jesus made these bold I am statements, he was declaring that he truly was God, God incarnate, the Messiah that they had been waiting for. He was God in the flesh. And in this verse, he didn't claim to have the resurrection. He didn't claim to understand the secrets about resurrection. He said, he is the resurrection and the life. Later in John uh, chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Another I am statement. He didn't say, I am one way, or I am a good way. I am one of the ways. He didn't say all roads lead to heaven. That, that just doesn't work. That would be like saying that I could dial any ten numbers into my phone and, and connect to my wife. Jesus said, I am the truth. So any other way is not the truth. He is the only way to eternal life. And some people take issue with that statement because it's, it's exclusive. There is no other way to heaven. There's no other way to eternal life. There's no other way to God the Father except through Jesus. It is exclusive, but at the same time, it's not. The way to know God as our Heavenly Father is limited to only Jesus, but there is nothing that limits you from Jesus. John 3.16 tells us, whosoever believes... Jesus claimed to be God, and his resurrection backs up what he claimed to be. The second reason that Easter matters is because Jesus did what what he promised to do. In Mark 10.34, he said this, Jesus says, They will mock me and spit on me and flog me with their whips and kill me. But after three days, I will come back to life again. The the disciples, they heard what Jesus said, but they didn't listen. If you've got kids, you know what that's like. They heard you. They just didn't listen. The cross was not a surprise to Jesus. It was all part of God's plan, and nothing could keep him in that tomb. You know, the Romans beat him, mocked him, publicly executed him while throngs of people cheered them on. They may not have believed his claims or his promises, but it's almost humorous the lengths that they went to to make sure the promise wouldn't be fulfilled, just in case. They put, a, they put him in a tomb. They rolled a big stone in front of it. They sealed it with a Roman seal, which would have been a, a cord that was stretched across the stone uh, and pressed into clay or wax at either end. Now, that seal would have done nothing to keep anyone out, but it would have been very obvious that someone had interfered with that tomb um, because the seal would be broken and everybody would see immediately that something was up. But on top of that, they also posted a 24-hour guard on the tomb. And not just any guard. A highly skilled, highly disciplined Roman soldier 
stood guard at the tomb. And all of this was done in an effort to prevent the inevitable. Despite all of their precautions, three days later, Jesus did exactly what he promised to do. When the women went to the tomb with the spices for the body, they found that the seal was broken. The stone had been rolled away. The tomb was empty. There were no sign of the guards. Instead, they found two men dressed in dazzling robes who asked, why are you looking for the dead? Why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? He isn't here. He is risen from the the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be portrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified. And he said he would rise again on the third day. They said, remember what he said, that he would rise again. Jesus did what he promised to do. When God makes a promise, you can count on it. That's what Easter means. Because Jesus did rise. He is who he said he was. He has the power he said he had. And he kept the promises that he made. But what difference does it make? So what if he was who he said he was? So what if he had the power he claimed to have and and fulfilled the promises that he said he would fulfill. Why does Easter matter? Why does the resurrection matter? One commentator said that the resurrection is the single most important event of the Christian faith. And Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 14, if Christ has not been raised from death, then we have nothing to preach and you have nothing to believe. Without the resurrection, our faith would be empty, It would be meaningless. There would be no hope of forgiveness for our sins because there would be no salvation. Without the resurrection, Jesus is a good guy who taught good lessons and died for a good cause. Because of the resurrection, Jesus affirms the truth of who he is. That Jesus is not just good. Jesus is God. Easter, the resurrection, matters. It matters because there is forgiveness of our sins. And in that forgiveness, there is salvation. And in that salvation, there's the promise of eternal life. Easter matters because of forgiveness. Colossians 2, verse 14 says, He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. He, being God the Father, canceled my debts when God the Son was nailed to a cross. Jesus paid for my sins. Do you guys remember the Etch-A-Sketch? Turn the knobs, draw the picture. If you mess it up, you turn it over, shake it, turn it back over, you've got a clean slate. Colossians 2.14 is the clean slate verse. It's the Etch-A-Sketch verse of the Bible. That's where God flips it over, shakes it, turns it back over, and we have a clean slate. Because my debts were nailed to the cross with Jesus. Forgiveness is offered to all of us because of Jesus' work on the cross. 
It's available because of an empty tomb. In 1 John 1, 9, we read this. It says, but if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. God offers that forgiveness to everyone. He allowed his son to die on the cross to pay the debt that our sin created. When we confess our sins, we acknowledge that we are sinners and that we need a savior. We repent and we turn from our sin and God is faithful and just to forgive us. Our forgiveness is why Easter matters. But Easter also matters because there is abundant and eternal life. In both of the I am statements that we read earlier, Jesus said, I am the life, the resurrection and the life, the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the giver of physical life and eternal life. And eternal life is possible because of that resurrection. In Matthew 10.39, Jesus said this, Those who try to hold on to their lives will give up true life. Those who give up their lives for me will hold on to true life. It's a paradoxical statement. Doesn't seem to make sense. Give your life over to Christ and he'll give it back to you. Try to live your life on your own terms and you'll lose what you think you have. In order to experience the life you're looking for, you must be willing to lose the life you have. Jesus gave his life for us on the cross because the wages of sin is death. But Jesus was sinless. He was the only one capable of paying the price of sin. He gave his life so that we may not only have spiritual life, but eternal life. And eternal life is available to those who believe because of the resurrection. In 1 John 5, verses 11 and 12, this is what God told us. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life, but whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. Eternal life is a gift from God, made possible through the resurrection and received through Jesus Christ. It's all about Jesus. Jesus is the source of all life. In him, we have all that we need. We don't have to wait for eternal life because it begins the moment we, we believe. We don't have to work for it because it's ours. It's a gift. It can't be earned. And we don't have to worry about it because God gave it to us, and God guarantees it. I want to share another story I read while preparing for this message. I don't remember where it's from. I think it was a daily bread or something like that, but I love it. I like to share this. It's, it says there was a family watching the movie, The Greatest Story Ever Told. And it's a film from the 60s that tells the story of the life of Christ. One of the children was deeply moved as she sat and watched Jesus' life play out on her TV. As Jesus journeyed to the cross at Calvary, tears rolled down her cheeks. She sat absolutely silent until Jesus had been taken down from the cross and put into the tomb. Then suddenly she smiled and said excitedly, now comes the good part. 
Easter is important because of the resurrection and it, what it offers us, forgiveness, salvation, eternal life. That's what Easter means. That's why Easter matters. And I want to close this morning by looking at another promise that Jesus made. You know, the Bible tells us that God became man in Jesus Christ to fulfill his promises. The promise of redemption, of forgiveness, of salvation. The promise of life. They're all fulfilled in Christ and through his death and resurrection. Jesus said, I will die, but he promised he would come back to life. All of God's promises were fulfilled. So listen to this other promise that he made. John 14, when everything is ready, I will come and get you. so that you will always be with me where I am. Jesus has promised eternal life to all who believe in him. He's promised to come back. Will you be ready for him? Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? To be ready for his return to know that forgiveness, that salvation and eternal life that he offers, you have to believe the truth of the gospel, the good news about Jesus Christ. The gospel is this, Jesus, God in the flesh, suffered and died on the cross for our sins. He was laid in a tomb, but three days later he rose, conquering sin and death. Because he did, we have hope. There's forgiveness for our sins, and there's the promise of eternal life in heaven. And if you believe that, you just have to tell him. Right here this morning, you can pray this prayer with me, right where you sit. You don't have to say it out loud, you can say it to yourself, but pray something like this. Heavenly Father, I want you to know that I believe. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and that three days later he rose from the dead. And this morning I ask you to forgive me my sins. I repent. I turn from my sin. I turn towards you. This morning I choose to receive the gift of forgiveness and salvation. I choose to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Lord, I just pray that you'll fill me with your love, fill me with your life. Live in me and love through me. Thank you, God, for loving me. Thank you, Jesus, for taking my place. And if you prayed that prayer with me this morning, if you prayed to accept Christ as your Savior, would you just raise a hand? Amen. All right. Once you put it up, you can put them down. Father God, I thank you for the hands that went up. And I pray a hedge of protection around each and every one of them. Lord, and I pray and I just, I thank you for this day. 
I thank you for your love, for the fact that Jesus is alive, that we serve a risen Savior because that tomb is empty. And because that tomb is empty, we know that we can have new life in you. So Lord, we praise you and we thank you for all of these things. Most of all, Lord, we thank you for what Easter means and why Easter matters. And it's in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to our Sermon of the Week. If you accepted Christ, want to accept Christ, or just want to see what Park Valley Church is about, you can email us at info at parkvalleychurch.com. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time.